Hey everybody, and welcome to this episode of Talent Talk. I'm John Berkeley, and I'm here with my co-host, Jack Milliken. Pineapple is a suitable pizza topping. Okay, Jack. So, this is a special episode of Talent Talk that we use to conclude the season, and it's on a broader topic that affects our CB community. And this episode is about the five core principles. We're going to be interviewing five different members of the CB community about what each of the core principles mean to them. Yeah, these five core principles affect each of our lives every day, and it kind of gives us an outline as to what we're supposed to do as a Christian Brothers student. So I'm really excited to hear what these guys have to say. To kick it off, we talked to our religion teacher, Mr. Havey, about what it means to have faith in the presence of God. All right, we are on location right now. We have we've moved to Mr. Havy's room because we need to come talk to you about faith in the presence of God. How are you today, Mr. Havy? I'm doing well, thank you. Thank you. Just finish up number four final. We got one more to go, and yes, uh, I'll be on my way to Christmas <laughs> vacation. Yes, absolutely. And uh, Mr. Havy, to start off, how did you find God? What's your story? Well. I- I've always had the foundation of faith. I was raised Catholic, K through 12. I went to Christian Brothers myself here back in the day. Um, so the foundation was always there. I just don't know if I had ownership till later in life. And ownership for me is a process where I start accepting my own relationship with God, not just one that was given to me, but kind of forming my own and it becomes more of a reality. And so um, Christian Brothers as a, with me working here, it reinforces on a daily basis. Every time I pray with the kids, every time I hear prayer or go to mass or I go to chapel, um, it just adds to and encourages my faith. And so I'm thankful that I'm in an environment that um, can talk about God and can pray to God openly. And uh, there's a lot of environments where that's not an option, especially work environments. So I'm very blessed that my faith can be can grow in the process, and it's always a process for me, of learning more about my faith, learning more about myself, and just trying to be a better man. So last year in your class, you kind of went into these um, like kind of interesting situations that you had gotten yourself into as a high schooler. Would you be willing to talk a little bit about kind of that darkness that you went down and how you kind of got out of that and became a religion teacher of all things. Yeah, I know. Um, yeah, it's kind of crazy. <laughs> um, so when I was going to high school, um, I was very blessed to be able to go here at CB. Um, but I would say my life at home might not have been the best. It might have a lot of anger. A uh, father who fought in the war kind of carried some of that still with him. Um, so there's a lot of yelling and screaming, um, a lot of criticism, but beyond that, um, there was something there, there was a love too, and there was a, a, a sacrificial love of dad working very hard to make sure we could all get a good education and that he would do his whatever overtime and mom, you know, our, we had six kids, so it was kind of crazy. We had like three bedrooms, one bathroom, six kids. So do the math on that one. Um, so we were a very close family. Yeah. Um, so, uh, you know, my brothers were kind of partiers and it influenced me in high school. And so, you know, I, I did what I thought was the norm when I saw my brothers doing. So um, the guys I hung out with, you know, we all hung out and did our thing. And so um, as I developed, I felt like I was getting kind of lost in that world. And it wasn't a good anchor for me to anchor in and to to move forward. And uh, 
So I graduated from high school. I was blessed to be the class salutatorian. Um, that was uh, decided on uh, vote versus just GPA, like your guys' class wow. will be. Okay. Um, so I was voted to be able to do that by my fellow students. And so I was honored to that. I got to do it. I had a lot of accolades. My dad said, hey, good job. And like two months later, I had to kind of come home and say, uh, mom, dad, um, my girlfriend all through high school, she's pregnant. And wow. so it kind of opened my eyes. You know, it's like adulthood was there. I was already age-wise an adult. Um, yeah. You know, I'd already grad just graduated from high school, and now I was going to be taking adulthood. So I started working full-time. I got accepted to Sac State. I continued to go Sac State. It just was a much slower pace because I was working full-time. I couldn't be a full-time student. Um, so it carried out probably seven, eight years, my education, for just to get my four-year degree. But I worked full-time plus the whole time to provide for my family. So I ended up getting married. I had my uh, daughter, Jennifer, who's uh, principal at St. Robert's, and um, she's now thinking about being a nun. So she's actually leaving her job at St. Robert's. Wow. Uh, and she's uh, seeking out um, God at a greater capacity, and she's visiting convents and wants to find a certain charism that fits her and her personality, And but she feels led to, to serve the Lord in a greater capacity. So I'm very blessed to have two daughters, and I'm thankful for her and, and all that she's brought to my life. She helped grow me up because I took on being a dad and yeah. husband and um, full-time worker and part-time college student. So, um, yeah, and so along the way, um, there was some uh, stuff that happened. Uh, kind of got my heart broken, um, ended up getting a divorce, and I kind of was uh, at a place where I was like, God, you know, what am I supposed to do? And so uh, um, I want to do it your way. And um, so that was kind of my conversion experience that I had uh, probably about 26 years old, um, where I, I was looking for something deeper because all the things that I thought I'd put my value and, and um, importance in, um, a lot of that dissipated, you know. I had joint custody with my child, I only got to see her half time. So it was very difficult, you know. I love my, my children. Who wants to only see their kid half yeah. their lives, you know? So that's the downsides of divorce. And so um, kind of leaned on God to get through it because um, the direction I was going, I started picking up again after the divorce was not uh, one that was healthy. And I realized that um, I, I didn't want to drink anymore, so I stopped. I stopped part any kind of partying, and uh, I realized that you know I wanted to lead, live a clean life, especially as an example to my child. And so I'm very thankful that uh, I was able to do that, and um, still to this day, you know, I'm drug and alcohol free. So um, that's uh, almost uh, thirty years. Wow, that's uh, awesome. Wow. Uh, good thing I'm a religion teacher, not a math teacher. <laughs> um, so, you know, uh, I'm thankful. I'm thankful for God in my life. I see the, the product of it um, in the things I've been able to help uh, in my life, uh, areas of weakness and struggle. And it's an ongoing process because I'm still learning more and still growing, still trying to be a better friend, better dad, better, you know, a son to my mother, 93 years old, who I care for a lot now, about at least two days a week. I'm I'm at her house caring for her, and there's a role change. You know, she did her part to take care for me and raise me and commit to getting me through good education, and now it's my turn to, and my siblings, to take care of her. 
and we are, and we're doing our best to care for her. And we're just enjoying our time with her and the, the time we have she has left in her life, so. Yeah, and you just were talking, uh, I heard you have an emphasis on growing. Yes, and that's a big part of who I am and what I share in the classroom, that accept where we are now, accept the reality of our strengths and weaknesses and, 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 and bad habits, and realize that it's about growth. It's about who can we be? Can we better who we are? And so that's something I encourage students to do is, um, you know, can we be a better version of who we are and continue to progress to that? And to me, it's a spiritual thing too. It's me asking God for help and to intervene and to raise my conscience when I cross the line that would go and apologize to people and make amends um, where I can. So that's part of the deal too. Yeah, and you know, CB plays a big role in a lot of the students growing. Uh, yes. How would you say we can improve on that? Um, as far as CB, um, I think they do a nice job as far as uh, the student-teacher relationships. Those are some great relationships, great teacher, great students. Those are, that's very key. Um, spiritually, I think we give a lot of um, opportunities. Uh, for retreats and everything for students to go initially, like freshman and sophomore, they're mandatory, but after that, it's up to you know, free will. And I right. think that's a nice balance. You give a foundation, and then you allow the students to go on their own, decide for themselves. Um, I think uh, maybe we could have more things that would help feed people who are really committed to their faith. Um, maybe some extra like a Wednesday night prayer group or something that's in the chapel or something that they could uh, uh, get maybe a little bit more food here on campus um, as an extension of their relationship with God. All right, finally, Mr. Havey, I want to know for the kids who are trying to discover their faith, trying yes. to figure out you know, how faith in the presence of God can be a part of their lives while also questioning and like, is this something that I believe in? What, what can you say to those kind of people? I would say you're at a good place. The fact that you're questioning and looking, I think that is a key for, to find authentic faith. That as you're looking, whatever parts you can get now from CB, uh, hopefully will be foundations that you take after CB that there are things that you can lean on when you go through struggles and you go through difficulties, but also when you go through successes and joy, that you be humble and you, you keep a balance with all that. So um, I think it's a good thing we question, that we're asking questions, but there's a motivation. Are we asking questions to push away or are we really asking questions to learn and to understand? And, and only we can kind of sort that out with God's help about, well, am I just pushing God away or am I, kind of pulling them in? Am I asking those tough questions of who I am? And that's a lifelong process. You know, I think the door gets opened here. Um, you know, God's knocking at our door, inviting us. And it's up to how much we want to open that door, want to open it up all the way. You know, that's up to us, you know, because we have a full life to live. And there's a lot of other things that are going to be coming down your way that I think the place of God can really help us with. And faith in the presence of God is, you know, it's signs. It's also the actions that we do. And I know some kids who maybe they're not really strong on God, but man, I see a lot of signs of faith and goodness inside of them. And so the influence is still here. Whether or not they've grabbed that concept or the idea or the reality of God, that's between them and God. But if they're already doing those signs of faith that we talk about, signum fidei, 
then they're at a good place. I think God's gonna, it's a lot easier to take God in that point when you're already feeling the purpose and meaning that comes with service and helping your fellow human being. You know, Mr. Havy's story really embodies the principle of faith in the presence of God. I think you hit the nail on the head, John. You sure. know, I think the whole faith aspect of our community is really important. And, you know, I think it's a reason that a lot of kids come to CB. Yeah, I think you have a lot of teenagers trying to find their place in the world and figure out where faith fits in their life. So. Yeah, and I think CB is a really good community to find God or nurture your relationship with God. Absolutely. But after all, we are still a school. So let's talk to Zach Lau about the core principle, quality education. So, Zach, you've been a student here for all four years. How has your education experience been at CB? Uh, my education experience has been really great. I feel like as we get older, our class sets. So, like, Christian Brothers is a great, um, has a great way of putting us on track of our placement exams of where we need to be. So, freshman year, I tested into the accelerator program, and I feel like, um, for me personally, it was pretty structured my freshman and sophomore year, but as I got older, it really let me take the, um, it really gave me independence and let me take classes that I really wanted to take. So for example, like this year, I'm able to take computer science as well wow. as like ceramics. So they're not really, def um, they like help us, guide us on a path, but then as we get older, they give us the freedom to like explore some, uh, subjects that we are interested in. That's super cool, very cool. And what do you think separates the education here at CB from say a public school? Um, I would say the guidance that they give us. So I'm talking like so my cousins and other people who go to public school is all still very great. But like the actual personal guidance we get from Miss Moscat, Miss McClellan of setting our uh, track, uh, getting us on the right program for college is definitely a very uh, unique thing we have at our school. And also the ability for us to take uh, our certain amount of AP class is very different. So um, I know at other schools, um, in the pro, uh, from first compared to public schools, you can take as many as you want, but also they're not required to take the AP exam, but here we are. So I feel like it's um, not only is it making sure that we take courses that are challenging to us, but make sure that we thrive and actually get college credit for them and compared to other schools, uh, parochial schools in the greater Sacramento region, they're only allowed to take, let's say like, I know one school specifically only can take four AP classes. Oh really? And then you have to challenge, uh, or I think three, and you have to challenge for your fourth. So here it's nice that we have uh, the freedom again to take as many rigorous courses as we want. And uh, what part do you think our community plays in our ability to academically thrive? I definitely think that's a huge part. So that's mainly the reason I picked to come to Christian Brothers. So when I was, um, when I was an eighth grader, I was picking between one um, public school in Land Park and one of, uh, of the other Catholic high schools in Sacramento. And the greater sense that I got here when I came here about of community, how everyone is kind of cliche, but it's very true because I tell all my shadows this, how everyone is a family. It's so true. Like no one is um, defined to like a certain group. Like there's no jocks, nerds, all here. We can all be whoever we want and we can make friends whoever we want. And this really translates to the classroom because I feel like through this, everyone becomes um, pretty good friends, and not only friends, but like a sense of community, which we, everyone can um, grow educational-wise. Zach, you know, you could have gone to any any school and probably gotten the same GPA or better, uh, probably been involved in as many activities, and probably still been the student body president. What impact do you think the LaSallean identity 
the Catholic identity here at CB, you know, what impact does that have on your experience? Okay, so I actually kind of wrote one of my college essays about this. Um, so I feel like the thing that our school really t taught me personally was how to become a leader. Like, um, if you look on our front of our school, it's enter to learn, enter to enter to learn, leave to serve, and I really have taken that to heart over the last four years because I feel like Christian Brothers has taught me that like being a leader isn't just about winning awards, like bossing people around. It's like trying to help others, and I've learned this through basketball in the classroom, soccer, and like all this stuff. It's like you shouldn't, you shouldn't try to like just improve yourself. You should work to help to improve others, and that's like something I strive to do. And I feel like I've learned this through Christian Brothers, and then um, not only. Like not only this, but also like looking how blessed my life is through all the religious events, and then seeing how um, how like gifted that my life has been. So then I need to do other things to help people, not only us, but all other people in the community. That's like community outreach projects. So this like enter to learn, leave to serve definitely has been engraved in my heart, and that's like the one thing that I would say I'll take away from Christian brothers that taught me and has allowed me to like grow holistically as a human being, as compared to if I went to other schools. So you talked a little bit about your sports experience here at CB, and that goes along with our LaSallean education as well. It's not just in the classroom, but also out on the field. How do you feel that you are getting a quality education in the sports department? Yeah, so um, I definitely think that the sports department, um, Christian Brothers is so great. I always tell my shadows this, that they don't make us um, or they don't like make us only play one sport at other yeah. schools that one program is so rigorous that you're not allowed to or not like you're not allowed to you can but it's very hard to play like dual sports Correct. but here it was like so nice because i was actually encouraged my freshman year to play soccer and basketball which i was able to do till my jv year and then they merged and also i'm really short so i wouldn't so like, <laughs> <laughs> struggle so that i just yeah so i just moved to soccer but overall like both programs so i can talk about both the soccer and basketball programs because they have their own awesome I think specific ways that they've helped me grow as a student. So basketball, I like want to give a shout out to Coach Tim because he's like the best basketball coach yeah. I've ever had. He's so great, but like he was so great because he connected to all of us not only on basketball. Like he taught us to work hard through basketball, but he also taught us to as the same thing like be grateful for what we have. We did a Oak Park cleanup because he would always stress how um, it was like. Uh, people are so nice to us so we should try to give back because yeah, we're very yeah. fortunate and he'd also also <laughs> I said also twice <laughs> he would also um, make us always thank the janitorial staff because he was like you guys no one at the school uh, they're very underappreciated because they help like they make our school nice basically so we should appreciate them more and like other stuff like that he's just funny he's always able to connect with me but then I feel like um, I'm on top of the working hard he has taught me basically to like, just be a nice like human being and just try to be kind to others whenever you can and also like there's a good balance between fun and working hard and then for the soccer program coach Hunley has been great I've played two years of JV coach Mario was super funny I love him and then coach Hunley has been um, awesome too so coach Hunley same thing like it's the same program where he I feel like this kind of goes throughout the athletic department where they teach us to um, be good like holistic human beings as well as trying to be the best athletes we can be yeah. but also one thing that coach Hunley is pretty good about is or really good about is he's making sure that um all his athletes are on top of their grades so like if someone is slacking he kind of like pulls them not pulls them off but puts them on like a little bit of probation to help them make sure that they focus on their studies before they can go play on the field right and also like um he does other morale stuff where like if we're like not being very good people like just 
uh, conduct wise and stuff he just like has punishments during practice and kind of like instills within us like we have to remember that we represent christian brothers all the time so we have to build a habit of always being the best person we can be and yeah so that's what's been really great and then education wise i feel like any sport you play is always going to be like it teaches you the value if you work hard now you can see the success if later like if you practice really hard your success will come in the games and if you study hard then your success will come in the classroom so zach lau thank you so much for being on this special episode of talent talk yeah man thank you so much